All right, welcome to Comic Chat number 107. Comic Chat episode 107. I'm your host, Glendon McGee. Uh, I am a 11-year comedian in the Phoenix, Arizona area. I'm originally from uh, Compton, California. You can find me on... Facebook, Glendon, G-L-E-N-D-O-N, McGee, M-C-G-E-E, or you can find me on IG, Insta, or The Gram, at GM3Comedy, that's at GM, the number three, and the word comedy, and you'll see my mug. And you can uh, hit that follow and, and follow me on, on those uh, social media platforms and uh, find out what I'm up to and where I'm going to be performing and things like that. If you um, really care. Um, today's date is Thursday. December 1st. I know that I usually do this on like Wednesday, but I took that week off for Thanksgiving. And then yesterday I was mad busy and uh, my apartment and shit were on, they were changing the locks. So I really uh, couldn't do it because it was mad noisy. I kind of like that horn that just went off. So I chose to uh, do it today. So um, before I get started, like I always do, I would like to say uh, thank you. And I am uh, super excited and uh, filled with gratitude. And uh, I love you. Thank you for joining me for another episode of this zany podcast called Comic Chat, which can be found on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Radio Public, and Breaker. And also on this lovely podcasting platform called Anchor. There are 106 other episodes you can listen to and, uh, See how much this uh, podcast has grown. Um, moment of silence. I am um, really. I don't know. It just—it's very sad. Uh, this one happened like in October, and uh, another cop shooting a unarmed black kid, this dude, this kid was only 15 years old, I don't want to call him a dude, because it was more than that, it was uh, somebody's son, um, Jaheem McMillan was, was shot and killed in Gulfport, Mississippi, uh, late October. shot point blank by an officer 
in front of a family dollar and uh, the uh, employees at the family dollar instead of uh, holding on to the, the footage of the shooting because it happened in front of their cameras they gave the cam- they gave the footage to the police and then the police released the footage after altering the footage of them killing Jahi McMillan and uh, also one of the members of Fleetwood Mac uh, Christine McVie passed away yesterday she was 79 years old Uh, I'm not really familiar with Fleetwood Mac they were huge as I was growing up which is really freaking me out that all the shit that, that I grew up to, it's either being used to sell um, prescription pills or some shit, or the people that I grew up listening to, they're passing away. So I guess this is a part of uh, getting old. But um, anyway, a moment of silence for Christine McVie and uh, Jaheem McMillan. will be mixed missed mixed <laughs> my brain's all over the place cause um like still coming down off a of holiday mode well I really can't say holiday mode cause I'm not really into the holidays I went off uh last year around December about how I feel about holidays and how it's all fake and shit like that. So I won't um, get to ranting on that again because I can go all day on that uh, pagan rituals that we adopt because they put a fancy story. Fancy story, fancy fucking lie. Around it, and we accept the lie because we think we're getting something. And that's how we stay uh, in line and oppressed. We're so comfortable with our oppression that we don't even think that we're being oppressed. The simple fact that you have to worry about money to get food shows you that we are um, in some form of oppression. Because we are the only species on the planet Earth that have to buy our survival. Uh, Everything else exists on this motherfucker naturally. You don't see uh, animals in, in the ocean, fishes and shit charging each other. For, for their prey and shit. No, they just hunt and eat. But human beings don't have no self-control because we are so vain. Because we are created to believe that we have full run 
of this place when there's tons of species of animals that could just smash us. But since we have this language and we can build and shit like that, we think we're so much smarter than than the animals. But I think they all look at us like we're stupid because they can't talk, so we don't really know what an animal thinks when, when it sees us. I think that all the animals think that we're the dummies. Because we value things. We ex- uh, we exploit each other to, to achieve material elevation. Because we feel like if our material uh, accumulation is large, that it will create an overly positive perception of ourselves in the minds of other people. When that's not even true, most of the time, if you get rich, all the people that you know, most of them are going to be envious of you and going to want to try to take it away from you. And there's at least one person you know that is willing to kill you. (laughs) If you got rich enough. That's crazy. Like, people don't want to rob you for some of your money. They want to take all of that shit. And then they don't even care if they get caught and go to jail. Matter of fact, as soon as they take the money from you, the first thing they do is start doing shit that's going to get them caught. (laughs) Like buying expensive cars and shit. Just just telling on yourself. And that's because the, the money that you accumulated through that murder has the energy of murder on it. So you're going to attract the fucking police and any other motherfucker that's looking for you. You might have end up buying something that uh, provides a clue for the police to catch you, even if it's like 20 some odd years later. I see tons of uh, cases like that on like uh, forensic files and uh, cold case files and shit. Motherfucker will get away with murder for like 15 years in, in a fucking hairbrush follicle or some shit that they find on a piece of carpet that was back at the murder scene some two decades later and next thing you know the dude is fucking caught it's it's crazy but we you know gotta have the money yeah I love money too I love the energy of money it creates beautiful things It allows us to uh, beautify our existence. But I don't think that it's worth uh, taking another person's life. And there are some things that I don't think you should do for money. Like uh, cheapening yourself. 
performing sexual acts and shit. It's not not really worth it because there's uh, whatever money you um, you gain for doing that shit, you're gonna end up in in need or in desire of more money sooner or later because you're gonna spend the fuck out of that shit. That's why they say easy come, easy go. I don't know about the easy come part because I think it's it's kind of tough to become just a millionaire. It's not every day that somebody just wakes up in the morning and broke and then by the end of that day they're they're a millionaire. So I don't I don't I don't really agree with the 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 easy uh, come part, but easy go, yeah. That shit goes easy. Money, I don't care how much it is. It's easy. Especially how much... The more you have, the easier it is to circulate. I'm tired of using that word spend because that is a uh, lacking word. And I've really been lazy on the discipline of uh, that word. It is a, it's a lacking word and it, it repels the energy of money. So, the the... The more money you attract, the uh, easier it is to get caught up in uh, circulating it, especially on things that you just desire, but you really don't desire it. You just desire it temporarily, like uh, cars and shit, clothes and, and jewelry. Like, like I said, if I ever, or when, can't say if I ever, when I attract my millions uh, I'm going to invest in some land I don't know what I'm going to do with that land but I know that land you can keep forever <laughs> like I know that that land I can give to uh, my, my daughters or my son or all three of them depending on how much land I accumulate and they can keep it then give it to their kids, and then their kids can give it to their kids, and then their kids can give it to their kids. But it probably won't go that far because you know how it is. Somebody's gonna be like, "Well, if it's worth this much money, I'll take the money." But that is my plan. Uh, I need to get more focused on that and learn more about owning land and buying it because I don't know anything about that shit. I'll fucking get swindled out of my money buying some bad land that I can't even do anything with. Because if the land has bad soil and I can't grow anything on it, then what the hell am I doing with it? I can build a house, but that's that's about it. So yeah, but we um we we just like to use money to show to be an example to other people of what they uh, cannot accomplish get on my level look at my shoes look at my plate that I went out and bought at this fancy place look at my outfit that's how we uh, use the energy of money we use it to hurt other people but we think hurting other people is is building ourselves but it's really showing how weak and broken we feel on the inside because we have to tear somebody else down. 
Because when you tear somebody else down, all you're trying to do is create a, a better reflection of yourself in them. So that you feel comfortable around them. So when you when you're like flossing on people, it really says more about you than it does about that person that you uh, desire to make feel less than yourself. <sighs> Shit's crazy. Everybody's um losing their shit over this photo of Jerry Jones at the uh, at a high school way way back in the segregation days screaming at some black people trying to keep them out of their all white school and Jerry Jones is in this photo he's just standing there he's not really I, I just I saw the photo I'm like oh he, he's standing there Okay, and uh, Jerry Jones is fucking pushing a hundred, and of course, Black America half-assing the the, the care. Oh, they want to be mad at young fourteen-year-old Jerry Jones standing there, just standing there. That we're mad about this motherfucker, but we're not mad about what Kyrie Kyrie exposed or what they're doing to. Uh, Kanye West. We think that Kanye West is crazy. Kanye West is uh, saying more crazy stuff than usual. So I can't really blame us all for not really jumping on the Kanye train because he does that shit. We kind of did get behind Kyrie to where we almost shut out, shut down the fucking NBA. But it's just like LeBron um, came out and, and made a statement about how come they're not asking him questions about the Jerry Jones uh, incident. What, why are they not asking how, him how he feels about Jerry Jones standing there while they're trying to deny these black uh, students entry to their school? Which I feel like is a valid question because you never, they never want to know our feelings about the things they do to us. They only want to know our feelings about, or tell us our feelings about what they perceive we do to them. They never want to put the camera in our face uh, when, when they've been caught doing something or when they've been... Uh, when they're not look, when they're in a position where they they don't look good, they never want to hurl those those questions. But if like when Trayvon Martin gets killed, they want to hurl the how do you feel about Trayvon Martin? They want to hurry up and stick a a microphone in your face when you're black and you're angry because they want to they want you to say something stupid. They want you to incriminate yourself socially. So they can vilify you. But when they are caught being the villain. Then the microphones and cameras go away. They're, they're, they don't want no, They don't want to hear shit from a black person. They don't want to hear a motherfucking thing from a black person. Because before LeBron even 
made the statement about why they haven't asked any questions to him to, about that. People were getting ready to start uh, arguing with him, and he had to tell him, "Hold up, you know, let me finish." I didn't really, and I didn't really listen to the whole interview because it seems kind of forced. But it did bring this uh, this feeling of uh, I want to say discontent. And it has nothing to do with with LeBron James. I commend him for, you know, saying that if that's what he honestly felt in his heart. But the fact that, you know, some people reacted like he was Martin Luther King because he said that. That is uh, what gets me. Because there's there are people like me and, and, and uh, countless other black people probably all over America's talking about white supremacy and how it's wrong and how it's victimizing the black people and not just the black people the, the colored people of the world it's not in America it's just in America it's everywhere this shit is a global domination system that we are all under and I am not the, the only one that is talking about this system and uh trying to figure out how to uh, free my mind from it. I know there are, there are countless black people out there talking about it and getting shunned by other black people and getting labeled and then people uh, talk about you behind your back. Oh, he thinks everything is racist because everything is racist. When you live amongst paranoid people who have to set up a fantasy world where they uh, are in the uh, superior position of history. And then every time the world tries to to, uh, dust that lie off, they have to do something violent to ensure that the lie stays intact. That's why everything is, is about race. Just because uh, black people, we get so... T- uh, color people, people of color, if that's the term we want to use here, we get tired of it because we feel like there's nothing we can do. But it's not just be, it's not like because we get tired of it and we feel powerless against it that white people just stop. The fact that we don't say nothing just makes them feel enabled and empowered by being that way. And then the the fear of of them being that way, you try to discourage other people of color from saying what you feel. Because you fear some type of consequence from white people because you said that. But the shit is wrong. One are... uh, One... uh, Multiple races of people should not feel uh, less than another race of people. And it's just there in our face every fucking day. 
And then the only time we want to really get mad is when the news say, oh, look at this. Or when somebody like LeBron stands up and says some shit. We don't know if some uh, publicist didn't tell him, some image consultant didn't tell him to go up there and say that shit. But we over here giving him fucking credit because he can play with a fucking basketball where there's people that you know that are actually saying shit to people in everyday life. Actually standing up for their self-respect and dignity as a, as a person of color and you shut them down. You try to make them seem like they're radical. You pull them to the side and shit and, and, and try to talk them down. Because you afraid to say some shit. But LeBron James, a nigga that never really... He went through it as a kid, but he was being groomed to be in the position that he is in right now. And I applaud him for using his platform or his so-called power every once every blue moon when they let him. Because he really ain't going to say too much. Like he can ask, he can ask where why they don't ask those type of questions, but is he gonna put that ball down? Is he gonna say fuck that contract? No. Is he gonna say my son is not gonna play in the NBA? No, he's gonna give his son to them. He gonna create another slave legacy. The, the James name, basketball niggas. But him asking these questions in front of a camera for, what was it, three minutes? Oh, man, LeBron, he made me feel proud to be a black man, dog. He's just so, come on. What did he really do? Did he say, I'm not going to play until we address this? Why is he not speaking up on Brittany Griner? Some shit that really fucking matters. She's a basketball player just like him. She's been in Russia for almost a year. And nobody's saying shit. She's gonna be there for nine more years. Nobody's saying nothing. But we want to be mad at Jerry Jones because he is what we always known he was. It's not like we didn't know that he was fucking racist. It wasn't like he was hiding it back in the 90s with fucking Michael Irvin and Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith basically made Troy Aikman's legacy. Aikman's a fucking Hall of Fame quarterback because of Emmett Smith and Michael Irvin. How about them cowboys? That is a that is a racist slogan. And then you got uh, all these people who are fans of other teams shitting on black cowboys fans like myself, comparing us to Steven from Django, like their owner isn't racist. They're all racist. They sit in a fucking press box and collect billions while black people just collect broken bones 
And then when they can't use their black bodies no more, they just get younger ones. Because of the prospect of millions, but their prospect is is billions. Off of every motherfucker they drive, they're expecting billions. Because if you good, they think they're going to make a bunch of money off the anything they can put your name and face on. They'll make a cardboard cutout of your ass in your fucking uniform. And make fans pay $10 to take a picture with your cardboard cutout. And they'll give, they'll make recorded little shit for the cardboard cutout you to say. Thanks for stopping by. Go Suns. But that fucking owner just made $10. Thanks for stopping by. Go Suns. That's $10 in his hand. Suns are going to go all the way. Those are $10 in his hand. But, you know, these players, they, they don't have feelings. They get paid millions. They, they, they don't matter. What are they complaining about? <laughs> Can't even say nothing, though. Can't even really say nothing. Colin Kaepernick took a fucking knee and lost his job forever. The whole damn country turned on him called him like a, a, a traitor and, and and called him unpatriotic and all that shit. Because he decided to, to take a knee like the police took the knee on George Floyd's fucking neck for almost nine minutes and, and killed him. I wasn't even in agreement with Collar and Kaepernick and all that shit because at the time, the timing that he did it he, he was not at the top of his game anymore. So I felt like it was a, a desperate ploy to stay relevant. But that all that aside, it still was tremendous black backlash from him uh, standing up for what he believed in. The same thing with uh, Kyrie Irving standing up for what he believed in. But this is supposed to be a, a free country. We actually put it in our national anthem. Land of the free. Home of the brave. But the only brave people are the kids that they are sending over there. None of our uh, old politicians are fighting wars anymore. They're, they're sending kids over there to do that shit. And they're fighting and dying And the ones that don't die, they come back to be oppressed by the shit that they fought for. So it's really no point. You get veterans benefits or whatever. But is it really enough? No. Because you got to you got to have a lifetime of fucking trauma and therapy. And then if you got injuries, you got to deal with that shit. So you got to be at the VA hospital all the goddamn time. So it's really, is it really worth it fighting for this freedom where you're all banged up and the people you're fighting for just get the bang hookers and call themselves the most patriotic 
The president is supposed to be the most American of considered the most American out of all of us because he's the president. Then why doesn't his ass strap up and go on the front line and, and blast some motherfuckers? But you know, I know I sound like um fucking Stokely Carmichael and shit right now, but it's just like, bro, how long can you just sit in the same shit and see it going on and then be like, well, I guess that's just how it is. Shit is mad disturbing that we sit here and we we fucking uh, argue over race. Because white people don't they scared everybody. Somebody trying to take America from them because they took America from somebody else. But the thing about it is, black people don't want America. We desire. We just desire uh, the opportunity to thrive as Americans. I mean half a century plus of fucking slavery and then still being the main money producers of America because we buy all that stupid Gucci all that dumb ass shit that they tell us to buy black people are buying that shit white people are not buying that shit like that every time I've ever been flossed on about some new shit it was a black person I never fucking seen a white dude go, hey, man, look, I got the J's. I, I know it's white people out there that do it. I know it is. I just haven't ran into a black person, a white person that really cares about Gucci and all that shit. I don't even really see uh, white people, unless you in the South. I don't even see white people with like grills like that for, for your teeth. You don't see white people doing that shit. That's black people shit. Buying spinners and shit. White people are not doing that shit. White people is not doing that shit. It's black people. Buying all these fucking cars and shit. Putting themselves in debt. Yeah, white people putting themselves in debt through student loans and shit. There's a lot of black people that got student loan debt, too. A lot of people that ain't uh, white that got student loan debt, too. So they don't want to forget that because a lot of people have that. So they want that money. That's why they're not trying to forgive that shit. These motherfuckers get paid to put people in jail. So you think they're going to really give you a break on a fucking loan? But let the government owe you some shit. You won't even find out about it till you fucking half dead. Motherfuckers find out the government been owing them money for 30 years. They be fucking 75. They die like two months later and shit. But if you owe the your government a dollar, they're coming after your ass. But my point is, 
it just makes no no fucking sense that we really have to worry about racism senseless murder and that's both sides that's that's the shit that happened to those uh those gay people over in, in Colorado and shit should have mentioned them in my moment of silence I just thought about it now but I guess I can get my moment of silence right now yeah but that's like and then the and then the Virginia the University of Virginia shootings those murders, that football team murder. Like, what, what? We still dealing with, like, the senseless murders and shit. And then it's like, those, uh... Those, those kids were, were, like, 20 years old. People are, are not even reaching 30. These kids are taking themselves out. If they don't kill themselves... As a teenager in high school, they got to worry about somebody running up in school and, and killing them because they have a bad day or they felt bullied. Or I don't, and I just don't think that it make any sense. We got to worry about how to put food on our table when we really should be worried about taking people, taking care of people's brains. You could tell people to, to take care of themselves all day, but a lot of people, especially people of color, they don't know how to take care of that type of stuff. We've been uh, programmed to just push through that shit until it fucking kills us unexpectedly. So I think we have a lot more uh, bigger problems. You know, then, then racism. And that's why I always talk about racism because we got to eradicate, we have to find a way to eradicate that shit. Because it is eliminating the possibility of compassion. It is eliminating the possibility of compassion and therefore cutting off a streamline of love. Like, I'm not a racist. A lot of people think I'm racist, but no, I'm prejudiced. I don't hate white people, but I do hate the way they treat people of color. I do, wait, I do hate the way that things are uneven and how they move the goalposts whenever someone that is not white or anybody, mainly black people, when we start trying to make strides in America... We get knocked back down. Like we're the only race of people in America that has a designated place at the low end of the totem pole. And we're supposed to be able to be comfortable and be happy with that. I I don't think that that shit is fair. So if, if that makes me a racist, then I guess I am. But that's really what I'm angry at. I'm not 
angry at every white person I see when I walk outside and I see white people walking down the street. I don't mad dog them or look at them like I want to kill them because I don't. I don't even care what the fuck they have going on in their life. But I have children that have to grow up, grow up in a world where they're looked at as a threat to someone's safety, not because they've proven themselves to be a threat to someone's safety, simply because they are black and they, they're alive and they're around someone white. I don't desire for my son to get shot point blank range like Jaheim McMillan and so many other countless black men out here simply for being black in America, not even doing anything. So, yeah, I have, a, I have some animosity towards that treatment. But am I walking around trying to grab white people by the collar, calling them cracker and shit? No. I have a lot of white associates and people that I deal with that are white. I say associates because they really don't deal with me on a friendship level. So I can't really consider them friends. But they are very great associates. Some of them are hilarious comedians that I know. So I have no no beef with, with white people. But white supremacy and, and the doctrine of white supremacy and with its ideologies and the goal of that ideology is, yeah, I fucking hate that shit. Because white supremacy is anti-me and my kids and my mom and my family and, and my friends that are black and not white. So, yeah. With that being said, this has been um, Comic Chat episode 107. Um, you can catch me at House of... No, not House of Comedy. That's next month. Um, Stir Crazy again. This month, Later this month, on the 17th, I will be at Stir Crazy. We have the first... Uh, Cripple Kings of Comedy Show with me uh, and the Cripple Cowboy Jacoby Willis and uh, Legs Malone and uh, add, just added Lou Moon. It's going to be a f- fantastic night of disabled comedy. <laughs> so come out to Stir Crazy and uh, Westgate on December the 17th. Check us out. Uh, it's going to be the first of many Cripple Kings of Comedy shows and when those shows come about I will make sure to make mention of them. Uh, when I get a flyer for this show, I will circulate that as well. Um, for right now, that's all I really have for this month. But I'm pretty sure uh, as December rolls along, I'm probably going to get more things. So that's why uh, you should follow me on Facebook. Glendon, G-L-E-N-D-O-N, McGee, M-C-G-E-E, and uh, on IG, Insta, or the gram, 
at GM3Comedy. That's the uh, handle. That's at GM, the number three, and the word comedy. Um, once again, you can find this podcast on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Radio Public, and Breaker. And also right here on this wonderful podcast called Anchor. Um, sorry, I got a little militant today. Not really sorry, but got a little militant today because LeBron did that shit. And uh, the idol worshiping is it's crazy. Oh, yeah, and I forgot the, the Green Ranger died. I think I did my moment of silence for him. But, uh, yeah. But I want to tell you guys that you guys are worth everything you desire. And it's on its way to you because it's right in front of you. All you have to do is change your frequency, change what you believe about yourself, change your inner reflection of yourself so that a better you shines outwardly. Don't be afraid of who you are because there is nothing wrong with you. And if anybody has a problem with who you are, then maybe they are not for you. And you should consider removing your energy from them because you can do that. It is okay to say, I'm done with this person. I don't want to deal with them. They make me feel bad. It's okay. So um, I just want to say that I love you all. You know, regardless of how you feel about what I say on this podcast, I love everyone. You guys are all divine spiritual beings. You guys have all the potential in the world to be anything that you desire to be. You just have to be brave enough to claim it and attract it because you deserve it. Until next time, I love you all and goodbye.